For the first time in more than five and a half years, we finally tonight have a few new answers to a question that has loomed over Indiana and over the town of Delphi. Who killed Abby Williams and Libby Jordan? The end of the bridge to, you gotta go through. Now, I believe that the bodies were found about 50. A suspect in the criminal investigation out of Fort Hood is dead. Officials say he killed himself overnight. They needed that little music in the background. It goes, don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. Knew about it or was there. He's as guilty as the person who committed. Chilling details in the arrest of a suspected serial killer caught before he could strike again. Him, they they, they dropped the ball, man. They said he went AWOL. And that uh, he was a deserter. And nobody went to look for him. He sees him taking off with the wife. They end up finding the wife uh, murdered with the uh, the baby out of her, and they found the baby in another place. Hey, greetings from the year three thousand. It still sucks. This is Phil J. Pry. And you're listening to The Drunken Turkey Show. You're one stop for this sort of thing. Hit that button, like and subscribe. You know what to do, just like every other podcast. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to The Drunk Turkey Mystery Show. That's still a tongue twister for me, guys. I apologize. It's your boy, Danny J. Alongside <laughs> with me, Jaime and Big Blue. Jaime, how you doing tonight? Hola. I'm doing good, man. How about you? I'm doing great, doing great, man. Drinking something a little bit different, trying to keep it clean, clean the day, and drinking just some water. Um, Big Blue, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing good, man. Doing good. I got some rest today. I got to go to work again tonight. So to bring on the flu and COVID again, you know. Yeah, there you go. No. Hear you, brother. Hear you, brother. Hopefully, you don't have too long of a night out there once you get off the show. Yep, yep. Um, so we have a few uh, early on goers in the live chat. Let me just say hello to those guys. We have Steelers fan, you know, saying she can't wait for the show. Hey, capital Amen. It's talking about a picture of an Elantra at Jack D's house is strange. We'll go into that. We're going to be looking at the picture and, and those things. State of the Steelers. Here we go. Another guy. I know him too. <laughs> Pepe Longstocking. Thank you very much. We appreciate it. Appreciate it. But it's nice. Chairs uh, profit belongs to a friend. One that before wouldn't the police already know that we're gonna get into all these things. We're gonna we got a we got a pretty good show I think for you guys today. Um, we've got some new news. We've got some breakdowns. We've got pictures and, and a map to show. And so it'll be a good show. It'll be a good show. How's it going, Amy? Janine. Washington, huh? That's nice. From Australia. How's it going? Christian Wilcox. We have a good friend of ours named Mark Davison. He he may be popping in and out. He he's from from down under. Mm-hmm. He's uh out in your neck of the woods. Yeah. Dolly. And so oh, Nicholas. Hey, it's my buddy Nick. He's up in Wisconsin, man. Everybody needs a haircut. Hit him up. Oh, Hit I him need up. a haircut, but I don't know if I'm gonna go all the way with her. 
<laughs> some badass yeah. fades, man. Like, UK nice in the house. Wow, nice. Well, thank you all for you know joining us in the live chat. Thank you all for tuning in. Thank you for uh, subscribing and liking our channel. So. <clears throat> We got a couple of updates that have come in and referencing the uh, Idaho four. Um, one being the uh, father came out, talked about um, the police being cowards. And he described uh, Kaylee's uh, injuries in a certain manner that were pretty gruesome. Right. You know, did y'all read or hear about that? Yeah. Yeah, I saw the the interview with the uh, with the dad. Yeah, and so um, it basically, and we'll we'll get into this. This is from Fox News. It says, um, "Father of the slain University of Idaho student Kaylee Goncalves told Fox Digital News that the victims had big open gouges that were clearly the work of a st statistic male, and called the police cowards for not sharing more with the public." Steve Goncalves said he asked the coroner, Kathy Mabbitt, how many times the victims were, um, we're going to say S just because of monetization purposes, guys, uh, assaulted. Um, she said, sir, I don't think that S is the right word. Uh, it's more like tears, like this was a strong weapon, um, not like a S. She said there were open big gouges. She said it was quick. These weren't something where you were going to be able to call 911. They were not going to slowly bleed out, he said. And so, you know, it was pretty gruesome, basically, what he was describing. Um, not too long ago, though, mm -hmm. there was a, um, a news report with the uh, coroner right here and i got it right here and we'll go through and we'll listen to what she has to say yeah because the police kind of came back and said that um you know some of the information maybe not been as accurate or whatnot coming from the father things of that nature and so this is actually from the coroner if you guys want to mute yourselves and then we'll listen and then we'll we'll talk about it a report that Steve Gonsalves had been informed by the medical examiner that his daughter, Kaylee, that her injuries were more ferocious than her friends. Specifically, the report said that the stab wounds were less like stab wounds and more like tears. But we talked to the coroner today asking if she would describe Kaylee's injuries that way as tears, and she said no, clearly, exclamation point, in fact. And it honestly seems exactly that that's what she has said from the get-go, because here she is on November 17th, just days after the killings. She was actually speaking with me live on this program about the nature of the kids' injuries. Have a listen. I only ask this because it sometimes determines what kind of a, a crime this was, a crime of passion, a, a random crime, a, a fight, a struggle. Was there, uh, were any of them uh, slashed? Were, were any of their necks cut? Um, or were these all puncture wounds? Well, it was a pretty large knife, so it's really hard to call them puncture wounds. And they were definitely stabbings. And um, I mean, it has to be somebody that's pretty angry in order to stab four people to death. 
also in question today, a report that says Kaylee's lungs and liver were slashed. Maybe not, according to what the coroner told us a month ago. Have a listen. There were multiple stab wounds, um, yes, on, on them. So, and were there, go ahead. And most of them had just like one that was the lethal uh, stab wound, yes. Can you describe what that one might have been? Um, but they were to, um, the fatal ones were to the chest area or the upper body area. You know, it's. So there's one thing that I noticed that the coroner had said in this uh, when she was talking was she said most of them had a one lethal puncture wound uh, to the chest. There was only four victims here. So um, it wasn't two of them because that would have been half. It wasn't all of them because that would have been all, you know, four of them. Most mean three. That means one was different. One was potentially significantly different. Mm -hmm. You know, she has gone back and there's other interviews and I have one here if we want to go through it maybe a little bit later. Um, where she kind of goes back and forth and describes them, you know, deep and more than stab wounds and stuff like that. And so much for the not saying the word earlier, it was said multiple times during the, uh, the segment there. But um, what do you call it? <clears throat> what do you think that means based on what the father has said and what the coroner said by saying most of them was one lethal to the chest area? Um, what do you, you know, does that, indicate to you that kind of maybe you know validify the you know what the father's saying i'm uh I, I believe so man i mean it kind of feels like that the coroner was going out of her way to like not give us information you know what i mean like um she she didn't speci uh, specifically say where the the wounds were at you know what i mean right um but um it feels like the most of the, the 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 wounds were superficial, and then one of them was a lethal one. That's what it sounds like. That's what it, I got out of it. Right, right. And but by her saying that most had just had one lethal, mm. does that indicate that or tell you that the other one there's at least one that had more than one lethal puncture wound? That's what it's. That's what I got out of it too. Like that one of them was way different than the, the other three. Uh, right. Maybe maybe more brutal, right? Or or, um, or more more of the more wounds to it. You know what I mean? I right. think it, they're talking um, because she the um, the dad was saying she had more defense wounds because she woke up probably. So uh, that's what I'm thinking. She had more wounds than the other one, the other, the other three, because she woke up during the attack. Could be. Maybe, maybe, but I mean, you know, it was the same scenario in the first bedroom. He was attacking two, and it was described that you know, even even Steve um, Goncalves, um, Kay, uh, Kaylee's father, had stated that there was a battle. You know, based on what he was told, there was a battle down there in the second floor, and you know, the father of Zana had stated that she had defensive wounds, and so. Um, you know, what that leads me to believe is that 
in my opinion, she's not denying that one of them could have potentially had significantly more brutal types of injuries. You get what I'm saying? And so <clears throat> that's what the corner came through. I think that there was some validity, validity to what Steve Goncalves was saying. And that's kind of what I wanted to bring up there is like, um, you know, the news here was trying to say like, yeah, you know, last time we spoke to him, she didn't say that there was something more brutal than the other. And I was like, well, she didn't say that that wasn't the case either. You know what I mean? She said, you know, she used the word most. Um, and and um, I to answer that. Yeah, we can say it's, it was said all over that segment. And so, um, yeah, but that's that's the first part. Um, you know, I thought there was some validity to what what Steve is saying. The next the next bit of news that came out was that there was a spotting of a potential white Elantra 345 a.m. the night of the murders. Um, you know, did you all see that? Read that article. Let's yeah. go through it just to kind of remind everybody or those that hadn't seen it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll put it so it's a little bigger. Says Moscato's exclusive detectives collected eight hours of surveillance video Tuesday morning from a gas station in Moscow, where a clerk saw a white sedan passing at about 3.45 a.m. on the night of the unstalled stabbing deaths of the four University of Idaho students, according to store workers. An overnight assistant manager told Fox News Digital, Digital that she's been reviewing the tapes a little bit at a time over the past few days, looking for clues in her, in her downtime on her grave shift. And she said she was um, not working the night of the murders. Monday night, she said she reached three o'clock hour and spotted the car. She said she took a picture of the screen and sent the to an email address police set up to receive tips. She said, I had a weird feeling this was going to get on the cameras, uh, asking that her name not be publicized out of the safety concerns as the suspect remains at large. Here is a picture. This is the actual picture that we one of the pictures that we used for the uh, uh, thumbnail. I had seen a comment earlier of somebody claiming that we uh, took the thumbnail from somewhere else. Now, it was it was from this picture. Um they drove by real quick, she said, and turned down a side street off Highway 8. Last week, police said they were looking to speak with occupants of a white Hyundai Elantra who may have information on the slayings of the four victims. Um, okay, so I actually went to the uh, the Google Earth and tried to find and locate where this gas station is. So... It's located right here. So this is the gas station, and here are the cameras. Now, I know this says Troy Road, but this is also um, ID-8, Idaho 8. And so this road is the road that... um, Potentially, that vehicle was on. It said that it turned off of a side road mm-hmm. off of uh, ID8, right? Yeah. So it was driving quickly. You know, there's only, you know, if there's a camera, you know, over here. It's for daughter gas, man. 
Yeah. So you give me flashbacks, man. <laughs> so, to me, if that vehicle turned in front and turned, because, okay, so from the camera section, right, I, I only see one intersection or one road if the vehicle is traveling on, on, on Idaho 8 to turn off on, and it's these two roads, right? Mm-hmm. And so the camera, she said that it turned off a side road off of Idaho 8. Now, in my opinion, I think she would have said it, you know, if it turned down this way, that she would have said it can't, It turned in front of the store. Mm-hmm. And so she's, by, in my opinion, her saying turned off the side road, it could potentially be going this direction. Right? Mm-hmm. So let's kind of look at that real quick. If it turned this direction... It's a straight shot and the fastest route to the victim's house. Uh, what, what, what time was it? This was at 345. Mm. In fact, this is from the, um, the gas station. The fastest route to the victim's house um, is turning off that side road off of um, I-8 down Steiner Avenue, up, and then over. Four minutes from where the uh, the house was at. Damn, that's close. Very close. And so my thing is, and, <clears throat> you know, is it possible that, um, you know, this was the... Uh, the actor in this, in this, um, in this murder... It could be. I mean, especially if the the police are really looking into it. You know what I mean? Right. Now, the other thing is it kind of breaks down potentially. Let's put this back on the screen. If he was coming in this direction. What's that, Big Blue? It gives you a time of like when they might have arrived. That's true. That does. And it also gives you an idea of which direction he's coming from. So this is where the gas station is. There's only, like, to get to the victim's house, there's only a few area that you're going to go through, in my opinion, that's going to have you cross this direction, right? And so majority of anybody here is going to go this direction or or down in front this way and out that direction or like that, right? There's only a few. You're looking at this section, man, probably about this section here of the city if they were in town you see but uh, the weren't they looking in another vicinity they were looking more um i guess i would say southeast they're yeah they're look right here is the these green dots that uh, we have placed here yeah. is the border for the area in which the uh, police department were looking for I mean, it's, it's, in my opinion, it's, it's a limited area of town. If this person is living in, in uh, Moscow, Idaho, that would take this street from this direction and across here. Now, 
we've got some more um, potential um, uh, breaking news on this vehicle. This is from Barstool, Idaho, or U Idaho. I'm gonna take. I'm actually gonna take us off the screen real quick. This is. This was 40 weeks ago. This was a uh, um, an Instagram video. I have it slowed down. Uh, and so. Anyway. Folks are saying that this car right here. Is a potential. Um, Elantra park not too far away um, from the. Um, the victim's house. I'm going to see if I can get a better, clear view. If not, I can just pull the picture that we have, the still image. One thing I notice right here, one thing that we talked about when it was with the Elantra was that the Elantra has elongated um, um, headlights, right? They go pretty far back. That's a pretty far back headlight right there. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And so, next thing I notice here is you see this um, angle right here on the back, um, the back window there. Yeah. Let me pull up. Let me pull up the uh, the image of the Elantra or the. You see that angle? Oh yeah, that's definitely Elantra. That's that's definitely that's not that same. I mean, I couldn't tell you if that's the same car, but it looks pretty, pretty good, pretty close. Right. You you, you I think. But the 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 window, the tint, the tint on the window is almost exactly the same. Yeah, it's pretty dark. Dark. Uh huh. And what I'm looking at, the most identifiable part of this, is. Is right here. That angle and that angle tells me that this is probably the same make and model. Is it the same vehicle? Perhaps, perhaps not. Now, you notice that there are some people on the roof there, right? Yeah. We we talked about a possible entry is jumping up on a roof. Um, let's go to where. So here is the. Um, the victim's house, right? Yeah. This is where that Instagram video was taken. The, so, is there a, a street view from that? From that yeah. house? Right here. In fact, I think you can see. I mean, maybe not from the ground and yeah, and these trees, but in November, when these trees probably could be uh, not so thick. I wonder if you can see from here. This is the house. They were on the roof. The vehicle was parked right here. Yeah. Yeah, from the from the roof, obviously you can probably see the house from the, from the roof. But that's pretty close, man, from to the house yeah, where that Honda is. Yeah. And you can tell because of the um this shape here of the roof. That is that a Yoda? 
Uh, what do you mean? That's what they call the, the Tacoma, the, the Yotas. Toyota. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. See right here? Oh, man, we're in the way. The shape of the house. Yeah. And so I'm going to see if this pans off, if you can see. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you can definitely see it. It's right there. Yep. That's a perfect view from right there. Yeah. You can go you can go straight down those between those two houses actually. Yeah. In fact, that's super close, man. Yeah. You know what, dude? Let me show you guys something. Let me pull this out. Let me show you guys. Uh, let's pull this out. I want to thank everybody in the live chat. If you guys have any questions or anything, we'll go through those in a while, in a little bit. But if you have a question that you'd like us to answer or a comment that you'd like us or point something out, uh, we do. We will stop and, and take your questions for uh, a super chat. So just uh, hit us up with those and we'll go forward from there. All right. Um, give me a second. I forgot to do this. Perfect. All right. <clears throat> So, I had sent you guys a video. Where is it? There it is. This is the um, the full-on. Let me just bring this up. Yeah. Give me a sec. Normal, normal. All right. This is the full unedited, um, unedited body cam footage uh, from the night of the. Remember when we uh, broke it down? We were looking at the light. This was mm -hmm. the alcohol incident that had occurred, and well, this is these guys had brought over a couple of students back over, and um, I guess they were giving them citations for being underage, right? <clears throat> With PI, maybe. Right. So let me get it to the right spot. All right. First, you're going to hear, pay real close attention, because in my opinion, I think you hear a scream. I'll tell you when. Let me unmute and. How tall are you? I am at six foot, maybe six one. Weight? Uh, 177. Hair color? Blonde. Blonde. Eye color? Blue. I think I heard it. I'm not sure. Did you? No. Let me let me put it this way. I mean, you hear a little bit of something, but yeah, it sounds super faint. It's super faint. It's super uh, faint. Like an, like an owl. You know what I mean? And also, if you look back here, guys, you're gonna see people walking back here. 
Watch. Um, I'm going to play it again. I'm going to mute us. Did you hear it that time? Very, it's very, very, very faint. But very faint. I, but did you I see did, the people walking? I saw at least three heads pass by. Right, right by the uh, the cop um, car, right? Yeah, yeah. Now, here's the thing. All right, so we saw, we definitely could see people walking behind here, right? Yeah, I, I saw at least three people. Yeah, there was at least three people that passed. Let's put let's pull up the map real quick. I was gonna say it does sound a little bit like a whistle, like somebody saying the live chat. It's it's not uh it's a high tone, like a low tone. I believe they're right here. And so could it be three people walking this direction? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Because I believe they're right here uh, along the edge here. But, right here. Were they, let's see, they look like, to me, they, they look like they were going from left to right, weren't they? You right? know what? They're over here. I'm sorry. They're not right here. Let's see. Oh, okay. You know what? Let's figure out where they're at. Let's figure out where they're at. Because there's a red, I mean, there's that, but I want to see where they're at. Some people are saying there's four people passing by behind the the cop car or yeah. by the cop car. I don't know. I got to see the, the video again, but I thought I, I saw three. Could be wrong. Yeah. Though. It's right after. Let's see. I'm going to play it and I'm going to hear the volume. Put the, I wish I could turn the volume up higher. It's at the end of the parking of that apartment complex. Yeah. Right, I'm gonna mute us. Yeah. I said four eighty-seven fifty. Get this curtain back. Have the sign. We'll get you on your way. Okay. All right. So instructions on the back. I said four eighty-seven fifty. All right. That looks like five people. That looks like five. That, that's more than three. Yeah, that's more than three. There's a lot of people. I don't know. I mean, it could be just more drunk kids running around. It, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like they saw a cop and they're just like, okay, let's just book it that let's way. Let's book it. Yeah. And, and I think this guy notices them because he turns. Mm. Watch. I'm going to mute the, I'm going to keep this muted so that way 
yeah, we can stay on. Uh, what, what does every other each kid does when they see a cop? They walk the other way, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know for sure. Yeah, especially if like they're they've been drinking, they're drunk, and they want to. Mm-hmm. I think they want to get a citation to possibly put in in a drunk tank. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, uh, I mean, is it possible? There's also that you know high pitched noise. You see, and you see him kind of turn. I mean, um, when they run, he turns. Watch. See, they ran. I think he. Well, maybe I saw it wrong. There it goes. Yeah. 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 See, he he noticed them going across over there. Yeah. So. I don't know. I don't think, I don't know, maybe, maybe, but, you know, I think that the police are looking at that wide Hyundai Elantra, and if it ends up being that Hyundai Elantra that we saw on the video, and um, it was the one that's on the, um, I mean, I'm sorry, at the uh, on the screen yeah. from the gas station, it sounds like it was heading towards that house at 3.45 a.m. In the chat that that's... Uh... Jack D's house. Jack D was one of the guys at the food truck. Jack D, I believe, is um, one of their, I believe that's the ex-boyfriend. But I, I've looked at, I tried to find that, to find that out, and I haven't found anything that has um, confirmed that he lived there. I, I've looked for a lot. If anybody has something that can confirm that he lives there, please send that to us. Um but yeah, it sounds like that gas station um, could be a um, a question mark. Uh, what do y'all think? Hey, can you put that that those two pictures up again? Oh, the, the the one um, for the oh, the Elantra. And I want to just uh, they're in the the opposite direction, but. It sure looks like it. That's... Especially the headlights go far back. Yeah. You can see how far they go back on the reflection there on the gas station. Then, even the, the the trunk, you can tell it's a Lantra because, like, they have, it has has a little, like, kind of like a wingish kind of thing, like a dip. It just dips down. Right. But man, that they look the, like the same car, man. They do, and I I find it especially because of the tent, man. That's that's just that's pretty dark tent. Yeah, because it's both well, got no, the nice. I mean, it's really. I bet you you can see it probably better on the actual camera footage because the reflection or phone's killing it. You can't see half the. Right. Yeah. If if we had a better uh, quality picture, and then like even if the car had like some. Some kind of uh, like dent or something, then we can, mm-hmm. you know, try to match it. But that's just the picture's not that great. Yeah, the picture's definitely not great. The only thing that I can see that, like, and I was mentioning before, mm-hmm. is is the uh, right here. You see this angle of the back window here. Yeah, and go back here. That leads me to believe that this two, these two vehicles are are the same make and model. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, you have um, 
it looks um you know very elongated pointy up slack and then that curve you have it very elongated it looks like it points down yeah these two vehicles look very very much the same even the side mirrors yeah i was gonna say it does look a little bit like there's a black underneath here yeah but i think it has a like a black uh stand and then the the mirror right. itself is white right and so it kind of looks like that and i mean i mean this yeah. is a picture of it driving so i mean if it was like parked it would have been a different story but that's that's the car passing by right mm -hmm. so like yeah it kind of it it disrupts the the line the lines of the you know of the picture and whatnot yeah it's it's but it looks it looks it is the same making model you can tell right away and now now that they have it in this vicinity they uh the fbi and the police can look at more camera footage around that area try to get mm -hmm. more interviews yeah i mean they're definitely man it, it's um it's crazy man but the that that video there from the uh the instagram mm -hmm. right has that a car very similar to the one that's seen on that gas station photos parked yeah. down the street now did you guys see the uh interview with ian um harsh in in on whatever yeah. in on yeah yeah man <laughs> i just literally saw it like maybe like an hour ago well before like an hour before we started the show yeah let's um i'm not I sure his, i saw his uh stick juggling things he does in the back behind him yeah i was gonna say we should have a drinking game every time he said like <laughs> yeah <laughs> next time friday we'll have to do that because he <laughs> i was about to say man like uh like um <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was trippy man yeah and he this guy's like this is the guy that we spoke about um you know not too long ago right we talked about you know we broke down his um his uh what the reported in the idaho statement was right yeah and so basically what that was was he had stated that he had heard a noise at four in the morning things of that nature right and the thing is he's been changing his his story around a little bit right mm -hmm. so on facebook he was very private and then he started um, sharing his or making his post public uh, the day of the murders um, or the discovery. And, you know, he talked at one point saying like, man, you know, four people um, get slain. You don't hear a noise. Right. Nobody hears anything yeah. and not a scream. And then he goes on later to say that he did hear a scream. Yeah. And he um, he talks about you know what he did that day and in this interview he's also going kind of back and forth and he seems very odd like he he knows he knows the um the uh the victims he talks about them says he talks about you know get, sharing wine with kaylee uh, yeah at yeah. one point was, you know what he, i mean didn't he say he was gonna like throw it away and then he saw the he saw them outside drinking or whatnot right right so he so he offered the wine bottle and told him that he was gonna finish it that they can have it yeah something like that and he said that he had in in so here's the thing in the in the statement or in the idaho whatever the the newspaper right um he had said that he wandered into a house party and and met up with him right 
in this mm-hmm. interview, they ask him, you know, did you go to his house, their house or whatnot? He's like, well, I didn't go inside. I didn't go inside. I was outside. I, I talked to them outside. Yeah. And, you know, I'm not saying it's him, but his, 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 he's acting very odd. To say yeah, it. especially because, like I said earlier, like, like he claimed to be, like, he's not very social. Like, he has a couple of friends that he talks to, and but, yeah, he's on Reddit putting all all this on reddit you know what i mean yeah so like obviously he, he likes the attention that guy me is like i think his apartment's facing the other side right that's what it looks like from what i saw that the yeah. house behind his apartment so yeah why would, he, why would he like oh i stumbled onto their party you know it just seemed weird like well, his house was, um, I think his apartment was to the right. I think he lived in the red, red bricked house. Okay. And so, um, I, I just, man, he just seems weird. Right. And it's not just his personality. It's just some of the things that he says. He's inconsistent with his story. He, um, he doesn't bring up, um, stick juggling in this interview. He doesn't, <laughs> you know, he talks about, at one point, he's talking about drinking tea, then coffee, saying that he was up when the when the the police showed up in the morning, even yeah. though he didn't go to sleep till like four a.m. And like oh. he was he was already just sitting there. Didn't didn't he say he had trouble sleeping? Then 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 he's saying that he's drinking coffee. It's like, well, that's probably why. Well, he was drinking tea that night supposedly, and then in the morning he was just sitting there when they knocked on the door, and he oh. was drinking coffee. Like he was waiting for the knock, and That's then, weird. yeah, and then he goes, and then he, uh, they asked him some questions, and then he went and did a Google search, and then you see he changed it too. In the in the in the interview, he said at one point that he saw it on TV, yeah. and then he said that he saw it on a Google search, yeah. and um, you know, he he said these things that are just changing already, like yeah. his story is just changing. Like every time there's a question asked in a different manner. And yeah. um, I find it odd. I find it odd. You know, I think there was one attention, man. I think he's just trying to get the you know fifteen minutes of fame for right now. Could be. Yeah, that's but very well possible. Isn't didn't at one point in his interview he said that the victims like they were real nice people that the 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 girls were real pretty and. Yet he didn't really know their names or nothing like that. Only I think he only, he only knew one. No, he knew he knew he knew their names because he goes, uh, he said Ethan and Zana is the ones that he met. The one that he didn't you know ever mention was Madison. Yeah, but he's like he's like yeah, I'm not good with names, so I gotta see who what they look like first. Yeah, he said I had to go and look to see what they look like to put names to their faces and and then he was just talking about them and talking about the situation where he he had it sounded like he had had more than one. Uh, time where he talked to him, then he talked about wanting to crash their parties and 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 go over. Uh, you know, he, he definitely, in my opinion, you know, put a little bit of light in his direction. Yeah, definitely, I think so too. Um, I think by inserting himself in, 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 like, you know, by putting all that he put on Reddit, and then he brought he brought a little bit of suspicion suspicion to him. Can you find what he put on Reddit and so that way we can and send it to me? That way we can kind of read what it is exactly that he put out there. Because you know, we read that um 
that uh, Idaho statesman, and that one was pretty. Like I said, I thought that was pretty odd. And in the meantime, what we'll do is we'll be listening in to um, one of the one of the newest um, posts from the police department. Talk about the first time you heard about what happened. How did you react? What were your first steps as an investigator? Yeah, well, it was hard. I got called at home. It was on a Sunday afternoon, and uh, it took me a second. I, I really had to think about what I had just heard. Four murders in Moscow, Idaho is so out of character. And uh, at the time, they were fairly certain it was college students, and it was near the campus, and that area is kind of a campus community. So uh, once I, I got over the initial shock, I knew that I was coming to the station. So I drove in and everybody just kind of fell into a role. That was a all hands on deck moment Sunday afternoon. It became fairly apparent when I got to the scene that we were gonna need resources outside of just what the Moscow Police Department could provide. And we have a, a very, very good working relationship with the Idaho State Police. We knew what their capabilities were, and so that was the first call that we made to uh, have their investigative team come up and help us process the scene. The scene wasn't chaos, you know, the neighborhood, but it was very, very somber. Like I said, that is a community of college students that live over there. Many of them, through word of mouth, knew what had happened. They were standing outside. There was a lot of crying. There were friends trying to find out who exactly was inside the house some family members that arrived on scene. It was incredibly hard for the community, but it was also really, really hard on our officers, some of whom were very young. And that was uh, the first real major crime scene that they had encountered. So uh, emotionally, it was a very, very draining day. But uh, resources came. And then uh, the first about three days was just an adjustment, trying to get resources in place and then get a system that worked for everybody. The FBI got involved almost immediately. <clears throat> and the FBI, the Idaho State Police, and the Moscow Police Department all have a little bit different way of doing things. And that's okay, but when you're working collectively, you have to put a system in place that starts information flowing and you can handle it in a logical manner. So uh, fortunately, the FBI has some experience in those areas and they were very, very good at helping us set up their virtual command So in this, he basically said there was a lot of people that were on scene, um, a lot of folks that were there. Yeah. And, and, you know, that leads me to believe that, you know, all these people beat the first responders and stuff. You know, I think that gives some validation to the reports that friends were called first. And that means to me that I'm guessing, and this is what I'm assuming is, you know, you have the third floor. It was reported that um, the killer, when he walked out, locked the door behind him. One would assume he would do the same thing on the second floor. My assumption is they couldn't make entry into their bedrooms. They assumed they were unconscious, called friends to come help them. And perhaps at some point while their friends are there, uh, maybe they do see something and someone faints. Because I know those are the reports that somebody fainted. But I think that all comes after the fact that these folks were probably locked in. 
based on what the coroner said about three of the victims, the fatal puncture wound being one single one to the chest, um, being the, the lethal one. And uh, and what they told the father that it was painless and that they would have gone fairly quickly. Yeah. I doubt they made it to a hallway or any of those things, especially when you look at the second floor and the pictures coming out of the back of the house where there's there's looks like blood coming out of the foundation. You know, my assumption is one of them, probably the male, um, fell down to the ground and was bleeding out towards that direction from the yeah. bed. And so um, Did, I sent you the, the Reddit post. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just about to pull that up. Are you going to play this video with all the likes too or after? Which one? Of his interview. Oh, yeah, yeah. We'll play some of that. All right. So this is what he... Dang, man. This is a novel. All right. We'll read through it and um, and talk about it. Like, And he admitted during the... Um, he admitted during the uh, the interview that he, he did create this. And so <clears throat> it, 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 we'll, we'll go paragraph by paragraph. It goes, hello, my name is Inan Harsh or, or Chef Desi. Dizzy. Sorry about that. It's been a wild few days and it seems there's a lot of news, misinformation, conspiracies, and a lot going on about my existence right now. I'm sure many of you are curious about who I am and how I got here. I haven't had a very average life and I'm sure... A lot of people, a lot, I'm sure a lot of my people, my beliefs, my styles and actions that have many will judge and consider immoral. Hmm. But the truth is, I have a dream, a story and a perspective I'd like to share for whoever it may touch and help. I believe in five things, peace, harmony, freedom, love and happiness. I truly believe this is something human existence can reach. But unfortunately, greed and corruption has pulled us far away from that dream and the consequences of such as impacting individuals across the globe daily. So first and foremost, Blue, that first paragraph, that's that's uh interesting. What do you think about that first paragraph on its yeah. own? Yeah, man, it's like uh a little weird to me. yeah i mean it's like he's writing a, a novel you know what i'm saying yeah. so <clears throat> let's go for it it says but first i would like to send out love and empathy to the family of the victims uh unheard of this town and absolute horrendous i can say i can't say i've ever lost a family member but in my in many parts of my life i've had to grow or survive in harsh environments and i have lost several close friends and some i consider family Many others are missing or probably never going to be seen again. At, whoa, what? Many others are missing or probably will ne or never be seen again. At one, many points in my life, I was on my way to be one of them. Meditating on, on the murders and the suffering brings me to tears sometimes daily. One day returning from work, I brought my neighbors some wine when they were having a small fire party outside just to meet them. Although it was short visit, I remember how beautiful, friendly, kind, and joyful they were. So ha so happy, it instantly brightened up my day. 
I remember going inside and having an inspiring long and and sick flow before stretching and drilling. Uh, Kaylee, we're the neighbors you want you want it on Greek rope. Partying is expected. To imagine someone wanting to hurt them is beyond disbelief and so sick. Okay. And so I'll read one more paragraph and then we'll talk about what we're reading here. Several days ago when I thought I was over the sadness of losing those who only brought positive thoughts to me, when I went to check the mail, I saw the posting of their faces and started crying. I was listening to Fallen Soldiers by Core Mega, Wu-Tang represent, and start, <laughs> and starting it's <laughs> starting thing not not only on the recent murders but all the friends i lost and continued crying for hours i went to work three hours later tears tears still pouring from my face trying to stay calm for my work duties okay i could barely talk and on our grill to, I could barely talk and our grill cook could tell something was up, but I didn't know how to verbalize the feelings of losing a friend almost every other year. A feeling, well, what? A feeling where you can't focus on anything but the suffering and losing of a loved one, the energy burning you in you like a fire causing cuts. Hmm. I mainly, hmm, I'm mainly a prep cook to be lighting speed, but sloppy. Didn't they describe the scene sloppy? <laughs> that was what I was to say. He's like, he's a chef. He, he knows his way around with, with a knife. But man, he that, that just those words he's oh, using. Whoa, whoa, whoa. It gets worse. I remember almost cutting myself using the anger, sadness, and emotions to propel my movements. Uh, Remembering the what's that? Nothing. I'm listening. <laughs> remembering remembering the uh the kindness of those now gone in this case had no such a bright happy and free future kaylee's anna and her boyfriend those are the only three i remember but i know they are all amazing we're real as human beings to lose them in such an in incredious law loose i hope the family members find comfort and grief and heal fully with time, positive prayers and thoughts, and encourage them to try and spend their time on whatever activity brings them joy or comfort. And from my hippie roots, to try and spend time with nature as it heals all wounds. So, that's some weird stuff. Nowhere, and nowhere in that part where I would hear, like, you know. I still worry about the safety of my neighbors and my friends because there's a killer out there, you know. It just, it's, it's more about how he has trouble processing his own feelings, man. Yeah, but, I mean, he, he, he says some weird stuff. And then he talks about, about him being emotionally distraught at work. Now, he could be completely innocent, right? Yeah, yeah. But, I mean... You know, that's one of the things that police and the stuff we're telling people to look for is like, is there somebody acting differently? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And yeah. and if you go back to his Facebook and stuff and he was like, you know, you look at his posts there and he's like, wow, I'm famous now. And and this and that. None of that sounds like sad or sour or any of these things. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And 
Like, what, what was that part where he said that uh, um, every year he loses someone? Yeah, that was weird. Let me go back up. Uh, can you read that again? Let me see if I can find it. All right. All right. So he goes up here. Goes. Um, I can't say I have ever lost a family member, but in many parts of my life, I had to grow or survive in harsh environments. And I have lost several close friends of mine, several close friends, and some I consider family. Many others are missing or probably never to be seen again. At one or many points in my life, I was on my way to be one of them. Uh, meditating on the murders and the suffering brings me to tears sometimes daily. One day returning from work, I brought my neighbor some wine. And that's when he goes into that story. Is that the part you wanted me to read? Yeah. and But like... All right. Um, he said that he didn't know them as well, right? That he, uh-huh. like, he did um, interact with them a couple of times, but like, it almost seems like he's trying to say that, like, there were much more than than just neighbors. You know what I mean? Right. And it's like kind of it feels like he's trying to get like sympathy points at this point. Yeah. I, don't know. I just, I mean, it's, it's kind of like what uh, what I like about that is that everybody's got a damn fence around their house. That you don't have to worry oh, about yeah. coming to your, to your party, you know. Right. But he also did say that he was in the house at one point, and now he's saying he did. He's not. Right. It's just, it's just a little bit, like it's a little bit off every time he says the story. Yeah, yeah, it's it's weird, man. Uh, I'll, I'll continue. It goes, um, well, I don't normally support the police. I understand them and do think there are some really well-intended and good ones in the force, as I've met a few. And in this case, I do support the homicide department and hope the predator is found and justice is served. While I believe the believe in freedom, there is a line you do not cross. And once you cross that line, it is time to move on to the next physical existence. I hope the family members and close relatives can find peace no matter what the outcome becomes. Okay. I have faced many, many near-death experiences. I've lived reckless life, especially in my youth. I've done pretty much, I've done pretty much with everything I want in my entire life. At the same time, I've always believed in compassion, morality, amnesia, and being the best version of yourself. I've had a lot of struggles of it, uh, with insecurities, incredibly naive with and optimistic and extremely uh, different and a lot of times misunderstood. Sometimes when I think about those, uh, those I lost, I ask myself, why not me? But I know that's stupid and while I'm not really religious, I do believe in a purpose and destiny. Being here free and alive today, despite my odds, I truly believe I have something to offer the world and I'm looking at happening globally. It brings me to tears to see how much suffering sentient beings are chronically experiencing. I have a story to share and I think it's one that can touch people in meaningful ways and raise awareness on a lot of the problems in the world that many people do not see. Hopefully this will reach out to those who can use or those just curious it and a positive, meaningful change in the world. So, yeah, this is definitely, in my opinion, kind of turning into I want my 15 minutes of fame. Yeah, yeah. I mean, in, in, in a way, it's a little sincere, you know, 
he talks about his struggles, but at, at, at one point he's saying that he was suicidal, right? That's what it top sound, sounds to me. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But I mean, like those first couple of paragraphs are nothing compared to this paragraph you just read. It seems like he toned it a lot down for this one. Yeah. Or maybe something was wearing off. Let's see. Right. Um, but before you, before we go further, I'd mm-hmm. like to share a meditation I personally have found very powerful mm-hmm. in my healing process. I couldn't find the book it's from, but uh, Tibetan Heart Yoga. It's a book my mother gave me that I took for granted and that slipped my gaze. For almost a decade growing up, homeschooled up in high school, had a very different youth than most in this country. I was very close to my mother, but grew distant over the years. My mother faced a lot of suffering and death in her life as well. Her mother died in only her 20s and had a deep respect for life, which sacred nature and compassion, which eventually was inherited in my life. She was she always had a high focus on meditation, yoga, healthy local cooking, being at peace. It was respect and desire to be in harmony with the living things in nature and follow her ideals, no matter what her social status and monetary consequences that saved my life over and over with that said. I mean, I don't understand what all this has to do with anything, but I guess, like I said, he's trying to tell his story, I guess. Yeah, maybe he's, he wants to become a writer. I don't know. <laughs> At this point, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a long post, man. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. It's like part three. A lot of information and misinformation has been dug up about me, a lot to raise false media as well. The initial media came from a dope, dope scene. What's that? Stick juggling was fake, so we, had to, we, had to, we can rule that out. Uh, media came from dope fiend butt hurt and i like to share my version and set the record straight i said my car was used in a robbery my car was in a effing mechanic shop at the time he goes 12 years ago i was charged with second robbery with stolen firearm felony possession of mushrooms mba meth and opiates i think Dang. all charges were dropped rightfully so and I went to prison for possession with the intent to deliver MDMA. All right. So he talks about his um, arrest. Yeah, that really doesn't have anything to do with this. But is so, that his only arrest? Was he trying to discredit himself? Like maybe he was on mushrooms that night and he heard something? I don't know, man. Mm. Hold on, this one's just for you, Blue. Some of you are wondering what stick juggling is, and I'd love to share. <laughs> Here I'm it is. Point, point of, I'm at a point in my practice where I will start offering services, fire shows, and lessons, and I'm going to start a free YouTube channel. Here it is on learning fundamentals along with a cooking show. If you'd like to see more about what's going on in my life, I'd love you to stay tuned. I've actively avoided social media, but have a public IG staff junkie uh, that I have updated in years because I'm lazy when it comes to video uploading and editing, but I will work to add more recent videos and what I've been doing with triples, mostly work towards four right now. So there it is. Can't wait to see his videos. Maybe I'll pick it up too. Yeah, that's some 
That's crazy, though, man. There were some things, though, that he was saying in the first few paragraphs that were very odd, man. Yeah, very. Yeah. You know, it doesn't it doesn't help his case. You know, there was one other thing that I had seen. I had seen on his Facebook. Let me see if I can find it real quick. That way I can just show you guys. Yeah. Um, and I had I don't know how true this is, but supposedly there was a vehicle that was stolen. Um. Uh, there was a vehicle that was stolen um, about two hours, supposedly. This is Jonathan Lee Riches Investigates. He had uh, reported there was a vehicle stolen two hours. I think it was like west of Idaho, uh, Moscow, Idaho. And when I had gone to this guy's page, not saying anything like that, but I right, mean, I found it. Um, let's see, November 10th, October 4th, anyone trying to sell a car, looking for a roomie, uh, wagon or roomie back, like sleep in my cars, high mileage under high MPH, under hundred K miles, under 10 K looking for a good life expectancy to Honda, Toyota, Jetta for the most part. Yeah. Now, I just saw that. It was like, hmm, that's kind of weird. And TDI wagon. I mean, yeah, but you, you put that with the possible Jet, uh, Jetta, the possible Hyundai Elantra that was supposedly uh, for sale and that was taken for a little bit, two hours west. Maybe there's something there. Maybe not. Um, in my opinion, but I don't know. This guy seems kind of suspicious, but uh, at the same time, you know, you guys tell me what y'all think. And and guys, if y'all don't mind, uh, this is probably gonna get demonetized with all the uh, the slings and murder words and stabbing. So if you guys don't mind, please hit that subscribe button and, and hit that like button. I see 126 of y'all in here. I want to thank you guys for for joining. Yes, sir. Uh, yes, sir. Mark Rogers says, uh, the guy is just an attention whore. It's, you know, it's starting to seem that way. You know, he talks about it at the end of his lengthy life story. He yeah. talks about, um, he ta- you know, he talks about what his future YouTube show is going to be. Uh, Walt D goes, I just got here. Where's that post from you guys were just reading from? That was from Reddit. Um, it was a Reddit post. It's a long, lengthy conversation. He admitted that it was him that actually posted it up there. Mm-hmm. In fact, I think he talks about it right here. And uh, he goes, also, I'm viral. <laughs> <laughs> Does this sound like that sad, compassionate person that he talked about in his non-social? Right. Yeah. Non-social and doesn't want to be out there. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, like, like you said, he could be, it could be completely harmless what he wrote. You know what I mean? But I don't know. It just it gives some some it gives off some vibes that like they're they're kind of odd. You know what I mean? This one says, "Well, this was four days ago. I'm famous. I always knew this game would come. Dope ass staff and cooking videos coming with some merch and Ooh. maybe a GoFundMe." Well, that's that. I think that's what it is. I think he's just trying to get some notoriety, notoriety for it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Pick up some some followers for his upcoming 
YouTube cooking and juggling videos. Could I be. I wonder if he'd be juggling like carrots and celery and stuff. <laughs> what? Yeah, he's a cook, man. I don't know, man. He's juggling knives and things. I mean, if anybody is interested what that looks like, the, the juggling, this is him juggling. Oh, yeah, I saw him in the back behind him on that video. Yeah, so it's uh, interesting. Yeah. Interesting to say the least. Um, but yeah, so kind of recap what we, we talked about um, up to this point, and we'll go through the live chat if you guys have any questions. Um, There's a lot of questions, actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, just to kind of recap, you know, uh, Steve going to call this. Um, had called the police cowards. He talked about, um, you know, talking to the coroner, coroner, and you know them being released to him that the brutality of Kaylee's injuries. You know, she was much more brutally attacked. You know, we listened to the coroner's comment stating that most of them had one single puncture wound that was lethal, and it was to the chest. Mm -hmm. uh, indicating that at least one of them had a different um, outcome or wasn't the same manner. Basically what Steve had been saying this entire time, right? And so you look at those two aspects of it, um, we do tend to believe that potentially then there was, there's, there's rumors or there's enough to believe that Kaylee was the target in that situation. We looked at a possible launcher that was uh, caught by a gas station. We checked out the uh, Google images. We looked at the direction that it was potentially going and discovered that if this vehicle was heading towards um, the victim's house, that it was on the right path. You know, it was on the fastest path to the victim's house. And at right, Yeah, exactly. On the, on the timeline that it's supposed to, supposed to happen. Right. You know, that tells me. All right, let's think about that situation. And you know what? Let me bring that back up. Let's bring that back up. All right, let me close this weirdo. All right, hold on. I have to say like. Oh man, I say like a lot. <laughs> yeah, not, I don't. I don't think any of us said like enough as, as much as that the dude did in that interview. We make a drinking game out of that interview. You, you would be drunk like, after a minute. That's it's like a forty-minute interview, man. We would get drunk. That'd be crazy. So this is the uh, the gas station that caught the tape of the car. Just to kind of go back over it, right? So um, the way it was described in the uh, Fox News report was that the vehicle turned off onto a side street off of Idaho Eight or Highway Eight. And so this is the gas station. This is Idaho 8 right here. Uh, looking at this, you know, intersection and looking at the possibilities of where the, uh, um, the, the cameras could have been to see this vehicle turn off of Idaho 8 onto a side road would have been either this direction here or this direction, right? There's not another intersection that's visible from here so you can't see the one way over there to say it turned you know that it turned off a side road now in my my estimation that if the vehicle turned right onto this street um it will you know the the manager here would have described the vehicle turning in front of the store right and said it turned off the sideways so i, I believe it went this direction 
which let me straighten it up is a straight shot once you turn here to the victim's residence and is the fastest route so we we brought this up <clears throat> this happened at 345 now if this happened at 345 that means that the kids that we went over and we saw walking down the street at 314 probably had nothing to do with it you know the five people that walked by the uh the scream or the yell the screech that we heard on that tape had nothing to do with it and the lights going out at 240 at at two what was it like at 256 mm-hmm. uh or at three somewhere around there on that same um body cam footage and that was just possibly the, the the girls going to sleep right yeah and so if the girls went to sleep at at 340 at 240 uh, 245 right i mean 255 that's when they sent out the last text message and shortly after that about 10 minutes later we saw the uh, the lights go out right mm-hmm. this car passes at 345 so and i would think there would be a digital footprint of this if there was um something perhaps said to this person something had to have happened to trigger this guy at 345 to go go to go across town right Mm -hmm. doesn't that make sense yeah what would trigger him at 345 (sighs) an hour after they go to sleep Uh, the thing is they would have to he would have to know where these people live right right, no for sure this is someone close yeah so possibly possibly, uh, like an ex-friend that had they had trouble with maybe or perhaps what triggered him wasn't at 345 it was at 250 something and it just took him from that time to 345 to get to this intersection now he was driving with a purpose and speeding so that one would probably you know that's the way it was described mm-hmm. in the uh in the article that he was driving with you know it was pretty it was uh going pretty quick yeah uh, one would probably reckon to believe this person was probably an hour away. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because if something triggers you to the point that you go commit four, four you know, heinous murders, and, yeah. you know, in my opinion, you know, that's something that triggers you. You get up and you go and you're out the door, right? So wherever you're at, whatever happened – at that point, that person made the decision. He's up. He's going. These girls went to sleep at 2.56, right? So, in my opinion, it had to have happened before they went to sleep. Perhaps this is somebody who had a uh, romantic interest in Kaylee, Could right? Be. And perhaps Kaylee ta- told this person she's not interested. She's getting back with Jack. And this person um, is now heading that direction. Yeah, there could be. And so now this person, if it's the same vehicle, which we talked about. A lot of a lot of people are saying that it's um, it might have to do with drugs. Like a, they owed money to maybe a drug dealer. Hmm. What do you think? What do you think about that? 
I don't know. The cops would have found drugs at the place, and then they would have said, "Oh, we found." Yeah, and wasn't one? Didn't who? Who's the one who just had to spot the Range Rover? Kaylee had bought the Range Rover. I mean, they obviously some of them had money. You know what I mean? But, but it was a 2016 Range Rover. It was about twenty six thousand dollars average. It's you know, it's not That's something. Nothing. It's not something that. Yeah, Nina, Nina. You know, somebody with a job whose parents are paying their rent can't afford. You know what I mean? And it sounds like, I mean, you look at, you know, some of her pictures online and stuff. They were on boats and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. She may not have even been the one paying for it. Maybe. You know, Maybe. it could have been her father. Um, could have been her father or, or a sugar daddy that pays for everything. And the sugar daddy got mad because photos he put out there man you never know well, i don't know for no, sure daddy will have an intro yeah <laughs> yeah about <laughs> that i think this person is it sounds like anything when you look at this vehicle spotted and we'll play it again we'll show it let me pull this yeah we'll pull this to the side you know we see this vehicle this is down the street this is literally you can see from right here you can see their house now you can see some people down here this is clearly a get together you can see the white vehicle you can see um there's people that say that they did verify that that's the ex-boyfriend's house well if this is the ex-boyfriend's house didn't he have red hair i don't remember his photo i think he did and i mean let me see. Find it. Uh, going the wrong way. I mean, it's hard to tell, but that guy right there looks like he has a little red hair. It's very difficult to tell. Uh, it looks like, yeah, the brownish, reddish hair. Yeah, it looks brownish, reddish. Leaning up against the That's car. Me, right? Um, where were you? <laughs> were you near Idaho? You also have an Elantra. I know. It's a different color, though. <laughs> uh, so, you know, that's that's interesting, man. How, you know what? Let me see. Okay, this is a closer video. So, this is our. Oh, oh, there it is. So right here. That looks like a female. And I wish uh, somebody uh, with longer hair. I wish they would upload that um, security cam footage. Oh, I know that would be that'd be crazy. But like like you see right here, this and this is what I'm talking about, guys. And we, we broke this down earlier. And, and, and for everybody that's that's looking in here. Um, there's this what makes me believe that these two vehicles are the same as this this windows you have this angle here matches this angle here you have the long a long uh, line here long line pointy tip this appears to be coming down in a pointy area you know you have the long headlights this headlight goes past this person right here you can see the tip of the headlight this headlight comes about the same Mm-hmm. out this direction 
tail light wraps around. You can see the tail light from the front or from this angle here. This leads me to believe that this is the same make and model. Yeah. I'm not saying it's the same vehicle, but in a small town like that, um, what's the pop there? 25,000. But here's the thing. I don't know where there's the nearest like Hyundai dealership. You know what I'm saying? You know, it's kind of like, you know, back home in Del Rio, Texas, right? Where the Ooh. population is about 30,000. Um, <laughs> you, you up until there was a Hyundai dealership, you didn't see very many Hyundais. There's not mm-hmm. a Hyundai dealership, a Honda dealership out there. So you don't see very many Hondas. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And so if this place being kind of secluded out of the ways in its own desolate area, um, you're probably limited to what vehicles that are sold in the area. And so a Hyundai may not be a vehicle that is, you know, part of that area. Plus, you also have to think about this is a snowy area. A two-wheel vehicle drive car is not something typical from probably a local. You know, I think they would probably drive something different. And so um, I think that these two vehicles aren't maybe maybe not the same vehicle, but the same make and model. Yeah, I, I feel like it's the same make and model as well. Um, those windows are identical to the other one from the from the security footage. If Joe Dirt could find his parents via DMV, <laughs> <laughs> there's been a break. Dang, like dang. <laughs> that's funny. Uh, but you know, and the crazy thing is, like I said, this I don't like like coincidences are are crazy. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And this here being a coincidence is something that uh, sparked my attention. And somebody said that they think that it could be a a, a Prius. That people were talking about this being a Prius. I haven't it's... seen a Prius go over forty five miles an hour. <laughs> I don't. I don't know, man. That's I mean, bad. I think that the. I, I don't think this is a Prius, and this I think that these two vehicles are the same. Now, I'm not sure that this is an Elantra. Either either way, you know what I'm saying, like. Mm-hmm. You know, we can look at an Elantra real quick. Let me see. No, nah, I think the Prius has that, <clears throat> that different back window. Yeah, and that flat that flat tail tailgate. Well, maybe look at this angle. The long pointy, the black, mm-hmm. and then the tail the headlight. How far it's a, is that? Long, it's really elongated. Go back to the other one. There it is. All right, I can just go back and forth. Cool. So here it is. So this goes way back here. You can see the tip of the of the headlight. Look at how far that goes. That's pretty Repeat. close, but I don't know. I mean, the, the hood and the tailgate looks a lot shorter than the video and the um, the picture on the footage. Mm. I don't know, man. But look, look see, so you have the. Uh, That roof is not as round as the other one either. Yeah. Like this bubbly? Yeah. See, this almost hatches. Yeah, it's almost right. a hatch. Yeah. They made a few different models of Prius. The hatch used to be the most popular one. No, that's not a Prius. This is an Elantra. I don't know what this vehicle is. Yeah, no, it's not one. I don't know. It's, it's, it's maybe, close. man. It's pretty close. But the thing is, my question is, um, what do they have as far as the um, 
that they know that it's an Elantra? Is it, and, I, and this is the one thing that I would, what I'm curious is if it's like surveillance, surveillance isn't the best footage. I mean, like, like that's what you're looking at. And this is a reflection of a video, so I know it's going to be better than that. But this is from a Instagram video, you know, four weeks ago. You're, you're not looking at much clarity better than this. And so, in, right, in my opinion, um, in my opinion, I don't think you can rule out anything other than like four doors, sedan, white in color, possibly a Hyundai Elantra. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, f I find it odd that they're that specific with it. Yeah, they might have a, a different um, digital trail on it. You know what I mean? All right, All right guys. I'm to jump off. I got to head to work here. I just wanted to say thanks for everybody being in the live chat. Um, I just wanted to say uh, I know we were joking about the guy earlier that does the, <laughs> the juggling. Dick juggling uh, about his suicide, and I kind of know. But in a serious note, uh, today we lost Twitch for suicide. You know, he was Ellen's DJ. So, if y'all ever feel that, oh yeah, that, that low, you know, there's there's people you can call and contact, man. But I gotta go, guys. Y'all take All care, right. man. Later, Thank man. you, Blue. You have a good yeah, night. I see y'all still on there. When I get to work, I'll jump on for a minute. But have a good night, guys. That sounds good. Have a great night, Blue. You should be sitting on Mars instead of being on that. <laughs> and so, this is interesting. You know what I mean? Yeah. But one other thing that I noticed, let's look at this. Look at the position of the uh, the rearview mirror, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, it's, it is at a different angle. So, it might be from a higher angle, it might look like it's Cause it's black right here, but it looks higher than. Let me see the other one. There you go. And yeah, that looks like it's on the door. The the other one looks th like that one. The one you're pointing at looks stemmed. Right. And and these don't. That that one looks. No oh, man, can you zoom? You can't zoom in, can you? Not on this image, but it looks like it's not on the door. It doesn't look like it's on the door. Hmm. Oh, it's pretty close, I'll tell you that. Mm -hmm. We're damn close. Mm -hmm. I agree, man. It, it's uh, definitely one of those that I think I just find it. I find it weird where it's parked, where it's seen, as far as that Instagram video where it's found, so to speak. Um, I think that this could be a potential break or lead. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Now, if this is right. Because um, this information was just found out today, right? As far as the uh, uh, the white vehicle parked down the street um, during some party that matches the description, right? And then they have the gas station footage that came out based on the location in which um, you know that vehicle was coming from, seen at this residence. If it has anything to do with the this case, I think that there's probably going to be uh an arrest pretty soon what do you think do you think that this thing's going to be solved here pretty soon or you think this is going to be a while um i think it's it's going to be a little bit it's going to be it's going to still going to take a while man um i think the fact that the police 
uh, or not letting too much information get out could either help their case or or or, or hurt it. You know what I mean? So I think they're just holding holding back a lot of information and trying to you know vet all these all these leads. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure, for sure, man. It'll it's uh it's crazy, man. It's a crazy situation. Uh, but this is all we're gonna you know have for 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 our viewers. If you have any questions, we'll answer a few of them in the live chat for the next maybe two to three minutes. Um, yeah, you know, let me know if you see anything on here. Oh, oh uh, hey, also, um, also heard that they they were the coroner said that something. I believe she said that they had covered their hands, maybe for possible um, evidence. For the right. you know for under the under the nails and whatnot, yeah, they, they bag their hands and stuff. But I thought they've already had a funeral service for this, for some of them. Um, I, I'm 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 sure they did at least two at least two of them, I believe. Yeah, and so I, I'm sure that that's probably old news. I I, I don't I, I anticipate that probably being one of the first thing that happens before their bodies yeah. are removed from the house. I'm just um, hoping they they have some DNA. Um, they got DNA, but I don't know. Maybe maybe they yeah. haven't. The the issue with that is is they 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 could, but if this is a young guy that hasn't, you know, even if he's done this before, but hasn't gotten caught before, yeah, um, he's not gonna have no history. Yeah, and you have to have something to compare it to. Yeah, you definitely do. Uh, let's see. Mark Roger goes. Do you guys believe it might be a new lover? I think I honestly think that it was probably somebody who was interested in Kaylee. Um, and she turned that person down. Yeah, now, whether like, that person was the ex-boyfriend, which by all indications from the family doesn't sound like it, uh, maybe. But it was potentially somebody who was interested, thought they had an opportunity um, because of the breakup between her and her boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Uh, Possibly somebody that maybe she flirted with while intoxicated, and he took, you know, saw that as something more than what it was, and um, became enraged when she turned him down again or turned him down for, for the ex boyfriend. That's what it kind of sounds like to me. Let's see. If you see any questions, pop them up, man. Let me see. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, see if I can find it. Let's see. We have somebody saying facts, Jaime. Facts. Of course. <laughs> uh, <laughs> how exactly does a posi track rear end on a Plymouth work? Um, man, what's that move? My cousin Vinny or something like that? Yeah, that's, a, that's a trick question. <laughs> uh, let's see. Let's see. <laughs> Wait, who put that, man? <laughs> I heard that today, so I don't know. <laughs> Somebody's following you, bro. Randy yeah. Anson goes, if they have not identified the owner of that car by now, it tells me the police are not close to solving the case. What do you think about that? Do you think that's that's possible that if they have not figured out who the owner of the vehicle is, um, do you think that they're not close to the solving this case? Um. Uh, if they haven't found the guy or the owner of that vehicle, that specific vehicle, maybe maybe he drove from out of town. Right. I mean, I think that, you know, some of the things that they may have 
the first thing I would have done if I was the police department, right, mm-hmm. is as soon as you got that that information, is go to your your all your colleges and look up the permitting, see which vehicles have matched that, because they mm-hmm. have to permit their vehicles to park in their in their parking lots. I'm assuming. Yeah. For the yep. most part, I mean, most colleges are in that manner. This is a university. This isn't a a, a, a junior college or anything like that. So yeah. I would check the university. I would check the other colleges in the area and see if I can find if um, if somebody because there is the possibility. You know, you look at the uh, at the house party that's there. There's another college in in Moscow, and uh, you know, there's possibility that's that this person you know, was in college, but not in the university. And so you would check the ones that are surrounding and check for anything that's matching that, that description. Right. And you look at those people and ask them where they were, what they were doing, you know, check their alibis, knock and talk, you Mm -hmm. know, now what makes it difficult this time of year is that, you know, it's Christmas break. And so people go home, people are leaving, you know what I mean? You know, yeah, Thanksgiving break as well. So the potentially that, that, killer or whatnot took off went back home that wouldn't seem out of the ordinary you know if the person comes back with new clothes or boots or whatever the case may be you know that's easily explainable because of um christmas yeah you know what i mean yeah so it's going to be kind of hard to pinpoint those things down but i would definitely want to oh wow thank you we have um a couple of uh super chats coming in oh wow thank you so much we have mark rogers with a 199 congrats on passing 1k subs thank, thank you, you thank you and angela thank you so much with a 20 dollars super sticker um i wish i could show you you know what let me see if i can we're not worthy, we're not worthy. <laughs> thank you so much we appreciate it thank you Thank you. That's our, that's our first our first super chat and and, and super sticker. We appreciate it. Wow. Thank you so much. Awesome. Thank you. What's so, it called? Isn't there um remember uh what's his name? In Inan. Is that his name? Yeah. Is that, Inan. Is that how he said? Inan? Inan, whatever his yeah. name is. I remember he said that he remembers it being real quiet. And that's probably because the you know there was a lot of people a lot of the students were out, you know what I mean. Like out of town and whatnot. That's true. In fact, I think Kaylee was supposed to be out of town as well. Mm-hmm. You know, from what I understood was she went back to show Madison her new car. Mm-hmm. And then they went out. So she was also supposed to be out of town as well. That's sad, man. Yeah. Huh. What's Is this it, about a dog? Yeah, let's see. Let's see. So. Oh. Another one. Thank you so much, Pepe Longstocking with the 999 super sticker. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much. We appreciate it. Thank and that's you. a it looks Thank like you. a little rolling. I'm not sure what that is. It's a rolling. I'll add it to the screen so you guys can see it. Where? Oh. That's, that. <laughs> that's big blue. It's big blue. Yeah, that's that's why he get, he puts on his pants in the afternoon when he goes to work. <laughs> that's him right now thank you so much peppy we appreciate it so they found a mutilated dog close to the house a month before the murders at november 13th as a date of the murders and you could be looking at a satanic ritual or imitation type murders that's possible that's possible um i think that there was some other murders that were happening 
around yeah. the area within the last few years that happened on the 13th also. But I think they ruled them out. Um, you're looking, you know, when you look at this house on a map, and to me, it looks very secluded. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you have to know how, you know, to get there or been there, in my opinion. And so 9mm and yeah. lipstick says they don't have on-campus police. If they did, they would have a database of all vehicles registered on campus along with description tags and then who the TFM knows what the city or county had. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Thank you very much. We're moving up on the YouTube world. <laughs> we're all here to witness we're, that. We're we're getting we're we're moving on up. We're moving on up. Yeah, we're trying. We're trying. We've uh, we've been doing this for a few months now, and we turned this more into the uh, true crime um, aspect of it. And yeah. it's been it's been a uh, more of like a calling, you know, because you know we get we we all have different experiences. Um, me and prior in law enforcement, blues and medical field, and and Jaime has a, uh, a breadth of of knowledge when it comes to the true crime and serial killers. And so, um, you know, when we uh, started doing our podcast, we had thought about going into you know old cases and things of that nature, and we had covered a few of those. Mm-hmm. And then um, we decided to kind of look into what's going on now, and you know, giving a different perspective and. Um, maybe one of a little bit of experience out yeah. there for you guys. So we appreciate that. Thank you so much. Um, but, but if you all want to no, maybe laugh a little with us, we got past videos we did that are a little bit more light, lighthearted. We, we, we joke around and it's, um, it's a, it's a fun watch. Yeah. Yeah. And we, we, we do plan on doing those as well um, where we do that. And also on Friday, guys, we're going to do a, another show where we'll have you guys. We'll send out the link and um, you guys can join our show and, and ask us questions and give your thoughts and theories. We like to, to explain that and say that, you know, for our, our viewers and those that are watching on the replay. Answer your thoughts and theories in the comment section. We love to hear them. Yeah, yeah. Let's see. Let's see. Um, yeah, I want to put one up. Let's yeah, go ahead. One. Put one up if you find one. Okay. Let's see. Uh, I'll, I'll do one up this. Yeah, I put your channel out. I think all of y'all are knowledgeable. We appreciate that. Thank, Thank you very you. much. We, we're, we're, that's what we try to do. We try to look into things and and find a different perspective. We understand that sometimes, you know, you can't like, for instance, we have a video that we just put out last night uh, about the Delphi murders. And mm-hmm. it was referencing the uh, the timeline and writ from the probable cause affidavit, which pretty much kind of nails Richard Allen to the cross there when it comes to um, him being out there. They kind of have him dead to rights. You look at the timeline, you look at the time and the distance that it takes from him to get from one end to another, and you look at where and when the other witnesses arrived. And we put it all out there. It was an, it's a little bit longer video. Um, you know, about 20 minutes into it, we kind of put it all together. If you want to fast forward to that part of the video, uh, you can kind of see how we put it together and how there's a very small window where bridge guy potentially couldn't be um, Richard Allen. And we find it to be more plausible than not that it is him. And so go check that out. Go check that out. Um, As far as finding the car, what we're talking about guys is we found the potential vehicle on, on, on Instagram at and near the, uh, the house there. And so um, we're looking at the, um, 
we're looking at the footage of the Instagram where we're comparing that vehicle with the one that was spotted by the gas station. And we think that it could be the same vehicle. Um, we're basically also thinking, or at least I'm thinking that it's definitely the same make and model. What about you? Do you think it's the same make and model on that vehicle? It, it, it looks pretty close, man. It looks pretty right. close. But so, like the, the other vehicle you showed me kind of made me doubt a little bit. But. Doubt that it's an Elantra, but it's definitely the same vehicle that's on, in my opinion, it's potentially the same vehicle that's on the, uh, well, the same make and model that's recorded yeah. from the gas station that was also f taking footage of uh, on the Instagram. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. Now, there was a report earlier, and, and I saw it in the live chat earlier today, uh, and speaking of Delphi, of um, some allegations that were coming out against Richard Allen. Um, referencing a Daily Mail um, article that came out. I find it to be a little outdated. Um, a lot of the stuff that was in that article was stuff that was on like Reddit and, and, and rumors that were out a while ago. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, they talked about, you know, apparently digging up a small, you know, the, the cat in the backyard looking for hairs which was all speculation and rumors that were online. And in my opinion, I don't think they were digging up the cat. Reason being is they, um, the description of the, the hole they were digging was uh, a very small, like a quarter or something that could be pulled out. And so yeah. I don't, I don't know, man, I didn't, I didn't find it to be uh, too credible. The article references sources that aren't law enforcement. They don't really talk about who they are. And so I'll be honest. I think it's that guy that wrote that book. That oh, he, yeah. Um, oh, man, I forgot Chris his name. something, right? I can't remember his name, but we were just talking about it last time. Yeah, he wrote a book. He was like pointing the <sighs> finger at directly at Ron Logan. Yeah, like yeah. Three days later, they dropped the, uh, they arrested Richard Allen. Uh mm -hmm. I, I felt like that guy was probably the source. I don't know why I just had this feeling that it was him, but, um, like but yeah. So in my opinion, um, yeah. Um, so do you have anything else Han, before we, uh, let everybody go? Uh, yeah, this. Thank oh, you. nice. T tell them what you have behind you real quick. I got too many Funko pops, too many. <laughs> yeah he sure does mm -hmm. um but yeah so with that said guys uh do you have any other last words Jaime? uh no man uh, i'm just i just hope uh law enforcement and the idaho uh case um end up arresting somebody you know at least having a person of interest you know what i mean i agree man you know it's it's i understand you know what they're saying is that they want a um they want what's the word i'm looking for they want a conviction right so mm -hmm. they they want but what at what cost you know you don't need to prove somebody above uh with reasonable doubt to just make an arrest in yeah. my opinion you have somebody who, who killed four people you have a dangerous person out on the loose you oh, know yeah. somebody who can do something at a moment's notice to protect himself um in my opinion. And so, you know, at what cost are you trying to bulletproof your your investigation to the safety of the public? 
you know, if you have an idea and you have enough evidence to provide or prove that somebody was more than, you know, the preponderance of evidence is there to make an arrest or an indictment for an arrest, then you do that. And then as he's sitting behind jail and he's regaining his lawyers and, and, and doing that aspect, you build your case. You know, you yeah. have you have a name out there. You have a person out there. You'll get tips. You'll get people that will say, hey, I remember that guy. Or if he has an alibi and his alibi is I went asleep, blah, blah, blah. And then somebody can say, you know, I saw him leaving at this time. You know, it didn't mean anything to me before. But now that he's under arrest and I see his name, his picture and who he is, you know, you'll get people that have come out of the woodwork. Now you have to, you know, you have to uh, verify and, and, you know, go through those with a with a with a fine, you know, fine uh, tooth comb there to valid validate those that are real and those that are just trying to get attention. Yeah. But at the end of the day, I think that, you know, you're weighing the safety of the public and the, um, you know, the case, which doesn't need uh, proof of beyond reasonable doubt at this point. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. So, oh, well, thank you very much, Mark. I appreciate that. And so he says, good night. Glad, um, glad we're all here to experience the genius of the great YouTube channel. We appreciate that, guys. Uh, with that said, we are going to uh, let you guys, you know, have a good night. Please hit that like and subscribe button if you're not subscribed. You, you know, I've also heard, guys, that some folks weren't getting notified of our lives coming through. If yeah. you've uh, rang that bell, uh, what I would recommend to do is just uh, unclick it and then click it back on. I've heard this happen on a few other channels as well, that people weren't getting notified. Uh, that would definitely help get you notified. But with that being said, guys, um, we're the Drunk Turkey Show. We appreciate every single one of you guys on there and those that participated in giving us super chats and super stickers. We appreciate that truly. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you very much. With that being said, those guys in the replay crew, leave us your thoughts and theories in the uh, in the comment section. That being said, peace. Later, man.